Hello there. Thanks for joining me today on the uh, podcast. The words of children. The words and wisdom of children. That's the topic today. I'd like you to um, give this thought some consideration. Who listens to children? When do we listen to children? What do children have to say before somebody stops and gives them attention and listens to them? What does a child have to do to make the world stop and consider what that child or what children generally want from the world, from their parents, from their family, from their grandparents, from their teachers, you know, from the leaders in their life? What is it they want and who will listen? Well, you know, one of the ways to um, understand children and to get a grasp of some of the things that they are trying to say to us and would like to say to us is to read some of the poetry of children. Poetry that either children write or that somebody conceptualizes and writes on behalf of a child or on behalf of children. So I'd like to share with you two pieces of such uh, poetry today and listen to it. In the context that this is a child speaking to you. This is your child speaking to you. This is your grandchild speaking to you. This is your student speaking to you as a teacher. This is your parishioner child speaking to you as a pastor, as a youth leader. You see, put yourself in the context of listening to a child, listening to children, and learning from how they live, how they perceive the world, and what they want us to understand, and how they would like to be treated, and how they would like to be respected by adults in their world. Here's a piece of poetry from Dorothy Nolte. Now, it's entitled, Children Learn What They Live. I retitle that by saying children learn with what they live. So it's how you live. It's the world in which you live. It's the home in which you live. It's the people around you. It's the people you have contact with. It's your teachers. You learn from them. And then you learn how to live your life. Here's this piece of poetry. And it's very profound, actually. Consider it from the voice of a child. If a child lives with criticism, he learns to condemn. If a child learns to live with hostility, he learns to fight. If a child lives with ridicule, he learns to be shy. If a child lives with jealousy, he learns to be guilty. If a child lives with tolerance, he learns to be patient. If a child lives with encouragement, he learns confidence. If a child lives with praise, he learns to appreciate. If a child lives with fairness, he learns justice. If a child lives with security, he learns to have faith. If a child lives with approval, he learns to like himself. If a child lives with acceptance and friendship, he learns to love the world in which he lives. 
Okay, that's a nice little piece from Dorothy Nolte. You know, it just puts it into context, doesn't it? The way we treat children teaches them how to live. If we're kind, if we're considerate, if we're thoughtful, if we're friendly, if we're firm, if we're fair, if we're tolerant, if we're supportive, we're encouraging, we provide security, we're approving, we're accepting. If that's how we treat children, we raise, we rear a child that will have all those positive qualities of life. And that child will thrive, and that child will learn, and that child will do well in life because they have reacted to the positiveness that has come into their life. And they respond with positiveness, and they respond with honor, and they respond with joy, and they respond with goodwill. You know, kids become what they experience. Children become what their parents refer them to, or as, as, as parents refer to them. See, parents are the key. If you're going to teach your child to live life, then you better teach them the qualities of the life that you want them to live. That's the message. Okay, that's, a, that's the number one one. It's a piece of poetry from children. And children are speaking. In that one, children spoke real clear, real loud and clear. But here's another one. It's called A Memo from My Child, written to Mom and Dad. Memo from My Child. Here's what this little kid had to say. Don't be afraid to be firm with me. I prefer it. It lets me know where I stand. Huh, pretty profound, isn't it? Goes on to say, don't use force with me. It teaches me that power is all that counts. I will respond more readily by being led. Don't be inconsistent. That confuses me and makes me try harder to get away with anything that I can. And then he goes on to say, Don't make promises. You may not be able to keep them. That will discourage my trust in you. Don't do things for me that I can do for myself. It makes me feel like a baby. And I may continue to put you in my service. Don't correct me in front of people. I'll take much more notice if you talk quietly, quietly to me in private. Don't nag. If you do, I shall have to protect myself by appearing deaf. Don't demand explanations for my wrong behavior. I really don't know why I did it. And don't tax my honesty too much. I'm easily frightened into telling lies. Don't protect me from consequences. I need to learn from experiences. Don't put me off when I ask honest questions. If you do, you will find that I stop asking and seek my own information elsewhere. Don't neglect to answer silly questions 
or seemingly meaningless questions. You know, they may be very important to me. Don't ever think that it is beneath your dignity to apologize to me. An honest apology makes me feel surprisingly warm towards you. And don't try to preach to me. You'd be surprised how well I know right from wrong. And don't forget that I can't thrive without lots of understanding and encouragement. But I don't need you to tell but I don't need to tell you that, do I? Let me just say that again. Don't forget that I can't thrive without lots of encouragement and understanding. But I don't need to tell you that, do really, really do I? And then lastly, remember, I learned more from a model that a critic than a critic and praise for appropriate behavior than criticism for misbehavior. That's a pretty profound last point. Let me just kind of restate that because I think it sums it up pretty well. Remember, I learned more from a model that a than a critic and from praise for appropriate behavior and criticism for misbehavior. You see? If I do well and you praise me, I learn from that. I learn, that, I learn things better that way. But if I do something wrong and you criticize me, I don't learn quite as well. In other words, I don't learn from the negativisms. I learn from the positivisms that come to me from you. That's what a kid is saying. You know, that's a pretty profound memo that a child has written to his parents. And as parents, we need to listen to these kind of memos. We need to listen to these kinds of statements and uh, beliefs that children have. We need to be very much aware and on top of the fact that Children understand. They understand how they function. They understand how they learn. They understand what we expect of them. They understand what is expected of them and what they expect of themselves. But they need a support system. They need a family system. They need a parental system that is supportive and loving and encouraging and honorable and consistent. And when that takes place, the child will grow up to be an honorable person in our society and a contributing member to our communities. You see, that's what children potentially are. They're bundles of potential. And we need to feed them the right kind of input, the right kind of support system, the right kind of, of guidance statements, the right kind of support and encouragement. And if we do, they'll rise to the occasion and become strong and independent and just wise young people who will become leaders of our community, leaders of our world, leader of our, leaders of our nation in due time. That's how you build a leader. That's how you create leaders. That's how you support leadership as parents. See, the job of a parent is pretty clear. Listen to the voice of children and learn how to parent. My book, my website is booksbyhedberg.com. My book, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent. And in that book, one concept that I over, I go over and over with in, in writing is children become what they live with. 
and children learn from us as parents. And as parents, we are the first teachers that children ever have. And we are probably the most powerful, the most influential teacher that a child ever has. We're with them all their life. And we might as well face it. Be a good teacher. Be an effective teacher. Be a wholesome teacher. Be a positive teacher. And then the kids will follow suit. Hey, good to have you with me today on this little uh, podcast. Looking at poetry from children and what children tell us as adults and as parents and as families. And how they can live better if we parent better. We listen to them and use that as a guideline as to how to parent. So thanks for joining me today. My book, as I indicated, Dr. Teach Me to Parent. It's in my website, booksbyhedberg.com. Go to that and it'll be a great place for me. And one other thing before I end up today. If you'd like to be a sponsor of this podcast, and you'd like to be a sponsor of my television program, which appears every Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, Eastern, pardon me, Pacific Standard Time, 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. If you'd like to be a sponsor, let me know. It's on centralvalleytalk.com, centralvalleytalk.com, 10 o'clock Saturday morning Pacific Standard Time. Listen to it. See how it is? It's a way to teach parents how to be effective parents. And if you'd like to sponsor that kind of teaching in our community, if you'd like to sponsor a program like that, let me know. We're always in need of another sponsor. And what you would do is sponsor both of these programs, the podcast and the television show. So let me know, and we'll be glad to add you on as a sponsor. Anyway, bye for now.